For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. You're listening to Two Chunks in a Hunk, a movie podcast where we give pumps and dumps. Hello and welcome to Two Chunks in a Hunk. My name is Jordan Wonders and this week I'm your hunk. I'm Doge and it hurts so badly because it's chunk. <laughs> I'm Carter, and if this is chunk, I do not want it. (laughs) Take it away, please. Why does it hurt so much? Because it's chunk. (laughs) Oh, that makes me I have a special request. Before we even get to the synopsis. Okay. Can we not do this review? (laughs) Can we not talk about this movie? Before yeah, we even that. before we even don't talk about this movie, Jordan, why are you the hunk? Oh, I'm glad. No, you I don't asked. care. I yeah, need no, to know if we're gonna not do this. Or, this let's just see what happens. Okay, thank you for listening. This has been great. Goodbye. Uh, I'm glad you asked, Doge. As many people have been following me on my Fitzbo Instagram, yeah. you would know that I have been <laughs> grinding in the gym and in the kitchen, likewise. Yeah. To knock out some lbs, my friends. Mm-hmm. You look great. And uh, thank you, thank you, Carter. And uh, it makes me very happy to say. That I have passed the number of 200 and am in the realm of the 100s. So Very nice. So for that reason. Excellent. And I hate to do this to you guys. I'm the hottest one here now. No, God, yeah. That's for true. sure. So legally, you're probably By right. default. You look completely different because you were way off. Like yeah. even yesterday. I was yeah. like, what yeah. on earth? Yesterday you were probably like even so 400. Yeah. Ugly. Yeah. Really yeah. bad. Three sills <laughs> off ugly. <laughs> but today, fine. Yeah. So for yeah. that reason and that reason alone, I am your hunk. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, hunky. Mm, thank you. Well, Carter, I understand that uh, you don't want to talk about this, but unfortunately, we have no choice. We are honor bound to our listeners and to the people okay. of this yeah. great republic. Yeah. I get it. So let's talk about this movie known only. As the, the Hobbit, Hobbit, the, the battle, battle of, of the, the five, five armies, or the battle of the five philosophers for our friends across, across the pond. pond. Mm, five philosophers head to head. It presents a much better script than the actual movie, Doesn't I think. It? I would, I would way rather watch five philosophers engaging in a five-way debate. Than whatever this sort of it's just PS3 one guy in the middle scene was one guy three cut scene one guy in the middle who's just like oh. there is no right or wrong and then the other four are like that's some crazy stuff <laughs> there's right there's wrong there's right and wrong there's only right and no wrong I'm trying to come up with five, five different, different viewpoints yeah, but it's that. hard in a binary choice so. sure yeah that's that's a little, I kind of box us into a corner much like this movie has for us so at this point. The only thing that I can think of to continue our series that we have dubbed, (gasps) Do You Believe in Magic? 
Full stop. In case you Full can't. stop this time. No. In case you guys at home haven't noticed, and I think there's only one way that you haven't, and it's if you skip that part every time. We've been using the same clip from the very first episode of Hey, once you hit. Whose fault is that, though? Once that would be per- Doja's fault? Sure is. Sure, I'll own that. But once you hit perfection, <laughs> like. Why go back and try to be perfect no, that's twice? A great point. You know what I mean? We, we find all of our we, favorite laughs, insert those on the things we found funniest. We, just, we beat that. <laughs> every time. Like a laugh track. Please insert that laugh somewhere in this episode. No, it just comes up again. But the only way that I can think of to continue our series, the right way, friends, is if Dweez would please sneeze all up on their steez. Could you give us the synopsis? Oh, yes. No, that is what do I meant, though. Do we have enough time for you to give us the synopsis? Oh, guys, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the Battle of the Five so Armies starts where the desolation of Smaug left off. Uh, and remember how Smaug was a big deal. Don't worry. He's dead before we even get the name of this movie <laughs> on our screens. Uh, it's true. And so the movie really is about Thorin has dragon sickness. Thorin being a wiener. Yeah, Thorin's just a real big wiener in this movie. Uh, he has dragon sickness. And then there are there are five armies that are each fighting and there's a whole lot of Boy, are they angry. five clearly distinct <laughs> yeah, a whole lot of different armies a whole lot of really really great character motivations so that we're like oh, who do we root for and it's not boring and not bad um yeah. how much more detail do we need that's it let's None. okay good so i, I want to preface this before we get into this i want to say this this was the hardest movie i've ever had finding a super dump because there were so many options. It was just a buffet of it potential was super so dumps. Bad. I asked Jess if there was any way that my super dump could be the whole movie. And she said that's cheating. That is so cheating. I have I to listen to her. But the, I feel like every 10 minutes I was like, that's gotta be it. And then something else <laughs> happened. I was like, no, that's definitely the one. And then something else, I was like, that's my super I'm dump. I'm actually really, really interested to hear what you guys super dump on. Because uh, yeah. there are so <clears throat> many like you said, there's so many options. I'm very proud of my super dump, actually. Like I'm usually proud of my super pumps, but for this one, I'm very proud of my super dump because oh, I think it's a good conversation piece. Oh, good. So we'll get there. That's perfect for this okay. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Where we talk about um, conversation. I'll start off by saying a lot of the times I was asking myself, why? Why? Sure. Why? 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 In different inflections. Yeah. I'll, why? Tell you, I'll tell you why. $956 million. Holy moly. Is why. Yeah. It almost made a billion. This almost made $1 billion. And you know, you know what that actually sounds like to me? What you just said, hmm. trivia. Oh, it, it sure does. Sounds like some trivia to me. It's I time. smell a bit coming, and uh, you do, and it's it's been cooking. I smell a bit. It's been slow. <laughs> I smell. Does anyone have some Febreze? So, Febreze. What? Yeah. <sighs> I was trying to do like a funny. I mispronounced it. You thing. did. Well, I wow, tried. we missed it. It was so. You funny. got the mispronounced part down. I sure did. Maybe not the funny part. <laughs> Welcome. To I Am Doo Doo Trivia, the segment of the show where I try and trick my friends. Uh Uh-oh. The basis of this game is as follows. I will present to you two pieces of trivia. Mm -hmm. Both are technically real, but one of them I have made up, and the other I have pulled from the lower portion of the ratings (laughs) in the IMDb trivia section. So one of them is not Oh, okay. Yeah, it's real, both, but it's not. They're both true. It they're both make trivia. It, sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I mean, technically. Okay. I will read them both, and yep. I will dub them number one and number two. Okay. Then I will say three, two, one, go. And after I say go, you will each say the number that you think 
I made up. I don't think go was a part of the first yeah, time. Yeah, but it was it. confusing last time because it was numbers followed by a number. So yeah. I added go. This is how we do We adapt for the listener, don't sure, we? Sure, of course. Okay. Here we go. Uh, one. Yeah, I figured that was Oh, sorry. Out. Trivia number one. This is the last film in the Hobbit trilogy and also <laughs> possibly the last film in the Middle Earth film franchise. <laughs> 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 Trivia number two. Luke Evans... The actor portraying Bard played a similar character in Disney's Beauty and the Beast, where he played Gaston. Both characters wear clothes that expose their chest hair. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need a moment or are you ready now? I'm ready. I'm ready. Doge? I'm ready. When I say go, you will say the number that I made up. Got it. Three, two, one, go. One. Two. <laughs> We've done it again. <laughs> Friends, the made-up trivia is trivia number two. Yes. Tied up. We're one on one, Carter. Guys, wait. So, so a real someone piece of actually trivia for said, this movie <laughs> is that oh. this is the last film in the Hobbit trilogy and possibly maybe the last knows? film in the Middle Earth film franchise. Friends at home, just for some clarification, for the record, trivia probably should never include the phrase possibly <laughs> what crosses yeah, the line that from is trivia to speculation that is bizarre it's all tied up and if you're keeping track it is all tied up yeah. i love the i love the luke evans trivia by the way well, good job you. jordan thank you that was really good thank you is it so, time to talk about it let's talk about let's go ahead and talk about luke evans because he's real important for the first three minutes of this movie and then kind of just feels like he was trapped on set like he rode with somebody and just had to stay there while they filmed the rest of the I movie agree, but but I'm going to do something crazy right here, right now. Uh-oh. Do it. I know what you're about to do. I don't think you do. Well, maybe you do. I'm going to super pump on Luke Evans for this movie. Okay. Because, and I want to clarify, I've already wasted a super pump on Martin Freeman, and I think he's very great in this movie, actually. Yeah. But since I've already super pumped on him, Luke Evans, I think, deserves some credit for this one. Mm -hmm. I think that with the garbage script that he was handed out of a toilet dripping wet... Gosh, I think man. he really did turn it around and made Bard into a character that, while not nearly as compelling as Aragorn, was sort of Aragorn adjacent. No. Well, it felt like it felt like you. It really is Lord of the Rings Mad Libs yeah. at this point, and it's like who That's who's our most Aragorn like yeah. character? But but I I feel like Bard and particularly Luke Evans was the most realistic character portrayal of this whole movie. And uh, that's not saying a lot. So this super pump doesn't carry a whole lot of weight with it. Right. And it should be telling that I'm tossing it out right now. Yeah. But uh, for me, it's got to go to Luke Evans. He's my favorite part. I can get it. I yeah. get it. I, well, I was going to super pump on uh, the scene of him with his son yeah. when he kills Smaug. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to do that because like it. I liked it whenever I watched it. But then reflecting back, I was like that moment is just shiny and cool and it looks yes. awesome and it says nothing at all of thematic relevance you know what i right. mean right I, I thought it was great too i did yeah. enjoy it i think it was that. a great great because little I moment because i think i think we find ourselves grasping yeah it's like i don't know i don't know how to say it. it's just like i wish i had a better analogy but we're just like walking around and there's a uh I don't even know how to say it. Wasn't that arrow made of metal though? I mean the fletching of that arrow is just gonna slit little homie's throat yeah. to death. Yeah. Probably bad. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like I think I, I totally agree with what you're saying, Carter. I think we go into this movie and you know, we're we could spend a lot of time talking about 
human brain is wired for story. And like, that's something that we need to make sense of our world. Sure. But like, right. we're in something as chaotic and disorganized as this movie. We're grabbing at anything to be like, maybe that's the story. Right. Maybe that's what I'm supposed to connect with. I've, I've got maybe it. I that's think, what I'm supposed I think to I feel. feel like I was watching Pee Wee football. <laughs> and I was like, hey, that kid's kind of fast. He's got something. Yeah. That's it. Like, yeah, I, like yeah. I've got nothing else that was professional or seemed like it any time was put into it. Why yeah. didn't Bard run up the tower with the crossbow on it? Yeah. Right. Well, stop thinking. And they about had even this. referenced it before. <laughs> like the crossbow is there, ready uh, for you. But in the did synopsis, Smaug already destroy it? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't I mean, maybe he did. My super dump was almost just really and we and because I've already brought it up though how offensive this is just so the whole thing is so offensive to Tolkien yes and and yep. what he had given us yes. to do this and so much fabrication and I feel the whole time I'm feeling so sorry for Peter Jackson yes. yeah <laughs> all the things that he's having to do but um I I really don't like Alfred guys no. I he's the worst. almost my super dump he's Me so too. inappropriate and and what I almost super dumped on as well and this is probably going to be. I'll say that a million times in this one. I almost super dumped on. Yeah, yeah for real. Um, I I think because Lake Town, as you as you say, Doge. I mean, Smaug is is done before the before the title. That is sequence, so bizarre. Which is oh really God. bizarre. He's just so quickly dealt with, and and we just went straight into it. And um, I think honestly, they took away from the weight of this entire town being yep. destroyed. Yep. Yeah, there is there is not. This was an inappropriate time for comic relief. We don't need that here. No way. Why do we have all this stuff with Alfred right now? And why are you cracking jokes when literally nanoseconds ago, you've shown an old lady being burnt to a crisp. And now we're talking about like, oh, how funny is this Victorian Lake Town leader? Well, I want to stay on Alfred for just a a few more minutes uh, because his jokes aren't even funny. They're not even jokes. And and, it's. Like his biggest quote unquote punchline in this movie is ah ha ha I have coin boobs. Yeah. That's his joke. You know who did it better? Little John in animated Robin Hood. Yeah. You guys remember that? Yeah. Robin Hood where he's a fox and little John's a bear. <laughs> yes. He yep. had coin boobs in that one. And 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 the thing about Alfred is I guess the punchline is supposed to be like, ha ha, that dude is dressed like a lady. Super great punchline, guys. Awesome. Like, Cool, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. What is that supposed to be? Yeah. I don't know, man. And his it, did his unibrow get stronger in I, this movie? The thing is that did. I think he's he's away from his Gillette trimmer. You know what I mean? Like uh, this was all a commercial for your Gillette unibrow trimmers. So it's like the Super Bowl tight ad kind of thing. It really it is. Really commits. It really is. And then so after the credits, it's Alfred and he is like, it's a Gillette ad at the very it's end. It's a Gillette ad. It's bad. It's horrible. Yeah. And then it, I have never seen something that felt so stretched and I'm I'm not, I'm not saying that figuratively. Like I feel like I've never seen something that he stuffs with the coins. You've never seen (laughs) anything so stretched. So stretched. (laughs) It was crazy. No, just the entire plot. It's nano thin. Yeah. It's, I wish I should have looked up how many pages in the Hobbit, the actual battle is. Yeah. It's definitely not worth three hours of a film. I wonder how long the script for this movie is. You know, like what were the actors given? Because nothing. there, they there were given is like, nothing. I think there is less dialogue in this nearly three hour movie than there is in one episode of our podcast. Well, in the, well yeah, <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. But th- this movie confirms my fear from Desolation of Smaug, which is they have completely abandoned our titular Hobbit. Yeah. It's I not mean, about the Hobbit. Bilbo is a backstory at this point, which again leads me to say, why weren't these movies 
given the care and love to say, here's the Hobbit, here's the White Council, here's, you know, the sort of the dwarves reclaiming their home. Here are these yep. different stories and we can do them in separate movies and focus on important things. Yep. Yep. That, that's what drives me nuts about this. Yep. Well, and the problem is, uh, and, and we've, we've made a lot about how good the casting of Martin Freeman is, but the character of Bilbo is pretty horribly written. Yeah. Bilbo does not grow or change or learn anything. Well, the only thing he learns is that he likes Thorin. He learns that in the first movie. Right. And then we spend the next two movies watching a static character just do his thing. Yeah. And he's supposed to be the protagonist. Well, it's because he he gets, like, I feel about 30 minutes of screen time in his own movie. Yeah. And, and it drives me nuts because we waste so much time on these CGI abominations yeah. when we have Martin yeah. Freeman sitting ready to act in front of our faces <laughs> and we don't use him. Yeah. Like what? So, so is while we're that? on, while we're on Martin Freeman, I am going to go ahead and super pump. Super pump is Martin Freeman. Like he's, yeah. I've said it before and I'll say this until I die. Martin Freeman is the only reason to watch these movies. He's great. Uh, particularly, and, and I don't want to steal your thunder here. So I hope you agree with me. The scene where, uh, uh, elf Daddy can't remember his name. Thranduil. Yeah. Where Thranduil says, uh, "Did you? Uh, did, aren't did you the you guy st- that stole my key?" And he goes, yeah. "Yes, yes, yeah." <laughs> so good. Yeah. Bilbo Very should funny. be our comic relief because yes. Bilbo is the fish out of water. Bilbo is so in over his head. This isn't his quiet life in Hobbiton that he always wanted. So he's where our comedy comes from. Like our comedy doesn't come from people who've grown up and like lived in this kind of world, yeah. like Alfred. Right. Well, I mean, it's it's in the the Lord of the Rings trilogy. We have Merry and Pippin, who are fish out of water. They're goofy. They're funny. Yeah, they're not relying on Aragorn to be like, wasn't that silly? Well, like, but then even when the Fellowship splits up, we get it from everybody because yes. we get Smeagol when it's with Sam and, and Frodo, and then we get the interactions between Gimli and Legolas yeah. on their kill. But, but that's relationship based. It feels that's earned. what I'm saying. Yes, like, absolutely, it was there. And, and what what's happened with Peter Jackson is it feels like he's not given room to be a professional filmmaker. Yeah, he's almost had to do Battle of the Five Armies felt like zero substance in Return of the King because it's almost as if he said, I was able to pull off an amazing long, long, long battle in the, in the end of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Maybe I can pull that off in this one. Yeah. But no room. He's got no room to work. Sure. So I guess in terms of walking through this, the, the main, the main plot beats of this, right. Are that Thorin, Refuses to shelter Lake Town. Yeah. Right. And then because he has because he has dragon sickness from the Arkenstone. Uh but then he stops having dragon sickness because he doesn't want to have dragon sickness anymore. Yeah. Yeah. He stops having dragon sickness because he was like, oh, gold could swallow me. Yeah. um, It's weird. Although I'll say this. A pump from me. uh Uh-oh. Rare. A (laughs) mist. A pump from me is the uh, stacking of Smaug's voice with Thorin's voice. I thought it was yeah, a cool effect. Yeah, that was effect. cool. That was a cool effect. It was really cool. It was. They 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 almost did that to death though because we they yeah. didn't stack it, but we see him say uh, Smeagol verbiage often. Yeah, yeah. And they might have killed that. I'll say the the slow mo scene of him being like, "They won't get." I hated it. I hated it as much as I hate you reenacting it right now. It takes like 10 minutes for it to say one sentence. I don't don't know that we've pumped on Richard Armitage. 
I'm going to give a pump to him. I think he does well with what he's given. He does. Yeah. He does. Fair. I think he's a good casting. That's fair. Maybe yeah. that's maybe yeah. that's what I'll say. I think these movies are great castings, except for Radagast the Poop. I just well, don't like him. But when I, like I was Radagast. seeing, you know, watching the credit scenes at the end, um, when we're just getting the drawings of each character, yeah. without context, characterization has done has been done really well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in comparison, there's not much comparison to things that have been done before because of like a cartoon and stuff like that. Sure. But like the pieces were there and I, and I've pumped before on the expansive Lord of the Rings shots. Like that's, that's a Jackson yeah. thing. It's like, look how beautiful New Zealand is. Yes. Yeah. Look how much this fits. I love how, is it, it's not Dale. Is it Dale? That's right by yeah. Aramore. Uh-huh. So having a different view of that, there's Dale over on the side because yeah. that's, that's opportunities when Jackson has said, I'm going to use the actual map and geography that Tolkien has given me and, and do something that's realistic. Right. Um, I guess the next thing, do we want to jump to the Sauron Elrond Galadriel yeah, fight? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> you should have stayed dead. Big comment on that. Big pump on that. I mean, I big said, dump on that. I'm sorry. I dumped on it because my, my literal only notes for this movie, because <laughs> I was just fed up with everything, was remember when Elrond was Hobbes? Yeah. <laughs> for real. Yeah. You should have stayed dead. It was like, what? You've yeah, almost, so you've bad. almost like end of Prisoner of Azkaban stopped the movie and paused it on my super dump of just like, you've changed the whole vibe. Like yeah, Elrond yeah. is basically only saying stuff verbatim of what Tolkien wrote. Right. Can you tell I'm offended that like, they're just not doing what Tolkien said to do? Yeah. So was this, was this well, a money like thing? Like a, yeah. Like, cause we, we ruined so many it feels, I don't know, it's like, I think disrespectful is the word. Like, it feels so disrespectful to these characters that we're supposed to hold in high esteem. Yeah. And it feels, I know we've compared them to the Star Wars prequels before. This feels like a worse transgression against these characters. Yeah, well, I, I've said before, Star Wars I think I said in the last episode, but I stand by almost my super dump. And I want to go back to the the fight. Um, yeah, sure. Because yeah, a lot of, there's some pumps in there. Because I think there were some sure. cool ways that we got to see them fighting. Sure, I completely agree. But Are my, they ghosts? My, my, my quick did? diversion yeah. is... Uh, I'm struggling to think of a worse perversion of a character than Legolas in yeah. this Hobbit trilogy. Legolas yeah. is not this petty, whiny teenager. Uh, again, I understand there's 60 years between this and the Lord of the Rings trilogy. But, but that's no time in go, the life of an elf. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. We have to understand that it's not like Legolas grew up a bunch in 60 years. That is nothing for an elf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what's... I think so frustrating about Legolas's character besides a billion other things. <laughs> oh, that's the thing. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> but man, it, it just the characterization of Legolas as this jealous teenager drives me Absolutely nuts. Because horrible. this is this is why I can I can feel why this is more offensive to us. Because you you've brought back other things. Like you've brought back Gandalf. Yes. You've yeah. technically brought back Bilbo, like someone we kind of already knew right. the characterization. And then you just kind of really neglected what you did yeah. with Legolas. Well, and they, it's probably because he's not really a part of the Hobbit. Right. No. Well, and they said, we want cool elf stuff. Who's a cool elf? Yeah. And I'm, instead of saying, is Orlando let, Bloom busy? Yeah. yeah. Well, of Why saying, didn't they just stick Tariel with Tariel do these though? cool things. Yes. No, just stick with Tariel. Legolas do it. Tariel is done the, so well. Tariel is the biggest missed opportunity, I think, in this entire franchise. Uh, if not, the, the biggest thing close to it. I, I think she's agree. the biggest missed opportunity in all of Lord of the Rings because name another female character that has the potential to rank alongside when somebody's saying, who's your favorite Lord of the Rings character? Like Toriel could be the answer to that question. I almost said AOM, I mean? but then I was like, nah, she's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing though. It's like if they're you, all very like, realized. You have your choice, your choice is like Eowyn or Galadriel in terms of women who might be cool in this or story. Arwen. Arwen. Are you kidding me? 
my point is that <laughs> that Tariel was a huge missed opportunity to be someone on the level of like a Legolas or an Aragorn, which is like she is the hero yes. of a large majority of scenes. I completely agree. And I want to give a collective pump again just to the culture of like people watching it to just know better. I think yeah. the fact that I had mentioned earlier and it brought up a good Star Wars question you had a couple episodes ago about how we it like culture just kind of decided to forget it and yeah. not to really acknowledge completely, it. Yeah. So pump to that because it wasn't the almost billion dollars that was invested into this also created energy invested into trying to make it worthwhile. Right. Yeah. Cause it wasn't. I'm Correct. wondering. So like in, in terms of Lord of the Rings since this, like this feels like an effort to revive the brand from Warner brothers. I think it yeah. probably was. And so after this came out, they released the, the shadow of Mordor game. Uh, pretty good actually. Pretty great game was playing it yesterday actually. And then, uh, the Middle Earth Shadow of War game earlier this year, but it feels like the brand's kind of just been dead. Like it wasn't really successful to revive the brand aside from those two video games. Yeah, it wasn't. And I mean, Amazon's making some moves to yeah. where that's going to be basically their Game of Thrones is that they're going to do something like that. And I think we've referenced that before. Um, but I think I'm, I'm starting to think as we're sitting here talking about it, that maybe the reason people invested in this movie and it made so much money is, is hope. Do you think they just had hope that, or was it, was it a, this is going to, this is for sure the goodbye to some of this. This is going to be Ian's last time we ever see him as Gandalf very likely. So I'm going to go to at least support my friend. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to give them the feedback that I think they deserve, but I'm going to say, Hey, I'm here. Well, I think a lot of people are like me where Lord of the Rings, Marvel and star Wars kind of fall into this category of like, I hope they don't, but no matter how bad they do, I'm probably just going to go see it all. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like I found myself being really bummed out by this movie because of how just like, I don't know. It's like when you see a band on like a reunion tour and they're all old and very bad. I'm just like, <laughs> oh, man, see, you should have stayed dead. I, <laughs> I honestly finished this movie and the second it turned off, I was like, yes. Yeah. It's time. And now we get to watch the, the real Lord of the Lord Rings. Of the yeah, Rings yeah. that I watch will be the re- and like I can't overestimate. I can't I can't be too literal when I say I am more excited to rewatch the Lord of the Rings trilogy for this podcast yeah. than I have been for anything else we've done on this whole show. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, the same way. So let's let's get back to this bad Hobbit movie. Yeah, let's talk about the uh, the battle. Let's talk about the fight scene. The you should have stayed dead fight. Uh, I thought that was fun. I think it was kind of fun to see. Well, actually, when Galadriel first gets there, the homeboy first orc that she comes across, it was really cool to all we really saw was a flit of her wrist. And then they show the sky and like this ripple effect of how powerful she is. And for all we know, he's been disintegrated because she's just so crazy. Were there nine ghosts? Because there shouldn't have been. I didn't count. I forgot to. Did you guys notice? Why should there not have been nine? Because the Witch King of Angmar should already be active in Angmar. Shouldn't be a ghost. At this point in The Hobbit? Yep. Okay. Should have a physical body. I don't remember. I didn't count. Yeah, I didn't count either. I was. I, I, I was turned so off a certain end. amount of yeah, yeah. attentiveness in this sure. movie. Sure. Sorry, your listener. No. Yeah. <laughs> this movie <laughs> we deserved hey, it. Listeners, we tried to pay attention. Some things are, are too strong, yeah. even for chunks and hunks. Uh, honestly, felt like Sauron kiss, kicked, <laughs> kissed, kicked the most <laughs> butt during that fight scene kind of yeah. cool to see him fight yeah um we'll get a better fight scene i think when him and gandalf square off at oh, one yeah. point yeah. um but i thought it was i thought it was cool um again i was asking myself gandalf's in a cage 
Like, what is this made of? Can you ex- at least ex- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can you at least like, explain what? like what is the wait, deal here? Is it like obsidian from the core of Middle Earth or something? You know, like it's his give me it's his one weakness: bird cages. Yeah, I. <laughs> Just like this is Gandalf. Yeah, for that real. People are afraid of him. Yeah. And how did this this one orc all of a sudden get the gumption to just start mocking him? So it it feels it feels cheap to keep comparing this to Star Wars prequels, but that's the only other like prequel series like movies that we went back and told backstory that we didn't necessarily need for yeah. a really well respected original series of movies. Um, this whole fight scene felt to me like Yoda and. Uh, Chancellor Dooku. Palpatine fighting oh. where it was like, man, these are two, these are characters that we like, we hold in these respected positions. Like we respect the emperor because we're afraid of him and we respect right. Yoda because he's like the ultimate source of wisdom and they have been turned into like CG ragdolls and they're just flying around the screen yeah. <laughs> and just like, let's put, let's put this face on a CG body and just fling them at each other over and over again. Yeah. It's pretty ridiculous. And that's kind of the sense I got from this fight scene. Cause it's like, it's the white council. It's like, we need to respect them and like, we respect them not for their physical prowess, but because they are wise. Right. Well, like because right. They're literally the protectors of middle earth. Right. And so we don't, I don't think we need, I think they're. I think our response to them is stronger if we don't see them like like a kid with two action figures just hitting just them together. And again, and too, again. like Jackson did this. He did this at the very beginning of the trilogy we're about to lovingly dive into when he shows Elrond at the battle. Yeah. When he shows like, hey, all of the dead bodies of bad guys strewn around him. He's amazing. Yeah. He's a bad A. He can that, fight. That feels like it, it is better to serve as like exactly. this was, contextualizes why we respect him. Yes. We don't have to see this to respect right. him. We know no. this happened and so we know what he's capable of, but he doesn't have to prove himself. Because he's literally right. one of the only people left alive on Middle Earth that has seen Sauron before he was vanquished. Yes. yes. That's all we needed. Man, so man. we didn't need Hobbes to come in and <laughs> you should have stayed dead. <sighs> you should have stayed dead. I, I'm, I'm actually torn. Before we move on from this scene, I'm actually torn on the uh, Galadriel moment at the end where she kind of changes, yeah, into this powerful being. Because <sighs> big, no, I actually, thank you. I actually don't love the effect on her voice, and Mm-mm. it's the same effect used in Fellowship. Because that's when she's saying, "Here's what I would have done if I had the power of the right." Way. And yeah. that's why I don't like it here. Because yeah. it doesn't make sense. Right. It doesn't make sense because at all. the point is when she says it in fellowship, it's showing that like this being of pure good could turn evil in this way. So right. did she but why turn would evil, evil right now? That's yeah, why would evil Maybe fight that's evil. just her going super saiyan. Maybe right. she went super saiyan right, right there. Her hair was just but yep. I'm, the reason I say I'm torn is because I love the display of power from Galadriel. Like I love the idea of like you don't mess with her. But the way they went about it was like, wait, is she evil right thematically here? what if she became like pure white light that's it was, what right? i was like thinking. that's what we need it was the wrong effect contrast. It was. Yeah. yeah it's like when you're if you're scrolling through instagram and you're like why did you even kelvin that yeah like, <laughs> don't kelvin don't there, kelvin. it's not necessary just brighten it up hey so from, no from two it. chunks and hunk here's a life pro tip never kelvin is never hashtag kelvin. no filter still funny in 2018 probably say it know. just hashtag no filter nice got it uh after this fight uh, I think the next thing to talk about is you guys want to talk about William Wallace riding in on his war pig? Or like, <laughs> no, let's talk about him. No, it's the no, dad no, no, from no. Boondock Saints. No, 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 no. <laughs> it you is. Know what? That's who it is. You know what? Yeah. Let's talk about him. Take me there. Why is he CG? 
Is he? This he's, boy is, he is Polar Express. He's complete. He's completely CG. Why? Are you kidding me? Well, well, hey, that's why because it evidently can fool people. Why? It fooled me because I had already turned my brain off. He's my brain was idling. There's he's, not a real person you can put there. Well, he is. No, they CG'd what that guy looks like, like exactly. Polar Express. I know. Why? I'm gonna. I'm gonna Google that. No, if he's not CG, I'll eat my microphone. Chomps oh, and what all. do I Google? No, he's definitely what, CG. What's his I name? know that's why I said it. Scottish pig <laughs> dwarf. <laughs> I can't wait to see what you actually find. It has nothing to do with the Hobbit. All about the Cunicune pig breeds as an exotic pet. Nope, that's not what I'm looking that's for. That's not it. Scottish pig dwarf. Well, we're on this Hobbit. Yeah, talk about it. I do want to go ahead and say, I think I've brought it before. A director is also an artist, sure, so so they course. get to take even material that is already concrete. And has already been written yeah. that they didn't write themselves and say, you know what? I'm going to look at this at a different lens because I'm artistic and that's why I'm a director. Right, correct. I'm, I'm okay with the Earth Eaters. I really am because those are an actual thing. Those I, I went back into research about, on that. you about tremors? Yes, the worms. <laughs> yeah. I know it felt weird right now. No, 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 yeah, no, no, they're, no. It's they're a real thing. Cool. Okay, yeah. so Earth Eaters is actually a thing. Right. They're even also referred to as dragons. So Tolkien never really says dragons have to have wings. Right. Dragons yeah. are just these ancient, almost Bel- Belrogian- Yeah, like, like serpent things. Yes, yeah. serpent-like things. And so that was a thing. I was cool with that. I thought yeah. that was neat. Awesome. Yeah. I don't know board. why they didn't choose to have them fight, because game over. Why yeah. don't you just- why don't you, you just have those things eat, burrow through the mountain? By the way, Googled him. He is 100% CG. Why don't you just eat Scottish pig dwarf? Yeah. Just uh, go, just because they don't do that. They, they dig. They get, dig. Get four of those tremors worms underneath each of the armies that's not your orc army and just, just you know, Yoshi, just let them, just chomp them. Yum, bum. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, the, okay. Are we, are we at the battle? Almost Does super, anything else matter? Almost super pumped on the on the dwarven warriors because they were one of my favorite things about the yeah, book. Cool. Because these guys are supposed to be literally like the best. Yeah, they are. They are Spartan like. Cool. They're like pound for pound. They're worth way. They're like an ant. They're worth way more than what they look like. And I hear you. Here's the thing. At least they're silly in this. <sighs> I don't want to talk about that. What I do want to talk about in Lord of the Rings, the original trilogy, it was famous for having like the largest gathering of horses and like human actors. Uh, either of all time or of all time in New Zealand. Yeah. Like maybe most since, of the armies. Maybe since Ben Hur. The visible armies were all living actors and then they CGI'd the back part that you couldn't really see. I think that's been surpassed by uh, the battle of the. The B words in mm-hmm. Game of Thrones. Yeah. I yeah. agree. But here's the thing. Why didn't they do that here? Because the the elf, the elf army, they move they in the time. same way. Yeah. They didn't have time. I really think it's because we don't have the time. Hey, here's a famous actor. Well, you can't fly in during this, but Warner Brothers wants us to go ahead and make sure that this thing gets released at Christmas. Well, CGI you, dude. Can you yeah. wear this mask and send us the video? Like, yeah. they yeah. didn't have time. No, I think you're right. But it just drives me nuts because the moment where the elves jump over the dwarves is very Sucks. cool. No, 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 no. Oh. It's a cool moment. It looks terrible. That's what I mean. It Sucks. Sh- that should have been the moment sucks. where we go, oh. Yes, but yeah. instead it was just like they are all doing the same thing. And I even thought too, I there seemed to be more depth to that, and I don't know if it was intentional. And that's what this movie does for me is like, did you mean for that to mean more? Because yeah. it would have been cool if it did. On how like the elves are like, we still think we're better than you guys. Good idea. I'm actually going to use you as a pedestal to jump over and do well, all of they, my cool things. They don't even give a reason why Thranduil was like being such a wiener. Like they're literally yeah. just like, I'm not going to help. Yeah, okay. I, would, I would never help you. And yeah. then and then at the last moment it's like, 
But I will. We all knew I this was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. We've seen the movies after <laughs> this. Yeah. Can I, I just know. jump to my super dub? Yeah. I no, can't, man, please, please do it. I can't keep it in my brain and not laugh. This movie's doo-doo anyway. Guys, Legolas running oh up God. the falling rocks. This is my rocks. super dump too. I was close to this. Oh, this is the worst guys. effect I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Mario doesn't know what to do because the game is crashing. Yeah. Like he's just, he's just like, Oh no. It was like, so I get that. He's an elf, you know, uh, I get that. Yeah. He's supposed to do cool stuff. I get that. Was I there laughed. not a way to make it look less dumb guys? This was the scary movie adaptation of a legitimate scary movie. I, I thought so. I was watching someone making fun of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And an actual I heard a boing, a boing, a boing. I can't. I that's one of those things. It falls in the same thing as Bomber using his barrel armor yes. and spinning. It's like I can't believe that you thought that was a good idea for this movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's it's just bizarre. I remember people laughing in the theater when same. I saw that. Yeah, me too. No one was like, yeah. Hey, genuine question. Do we see this together? <gasps> when did it come out? At the Cinemark on Carrier? <laughs> when did it come out though? 2014. Oh yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, we yeah, absolutely did. I think we did. I don't think I was there, guys, but oh. thanks for the yeah, invite. Yeah, we did. Oh, and I remember you being so dumb or so so bummed because you love Legolas. Yes, and this was the most ridiculous he ever looked. Yes, yeah, this was a bad time. I think I think so. That's my super dump, and I think we can let's kind of just zoom out and view this. The icy mountaintop battle. This is the most stretched out thing of all time. This is the worst thing of all time. It is so boring. And it could have been so awesome. It could have been a awesome. bummer. Because I will- you do have, I mean, hey, thanks for not changing the narrative on the fact that the Thorin's bloodline does end. Yeah. People have asked that yeah. before about Tolkien. They're like, why did he just k- kill a complete bloodline? Well, it's it's because later on, it's not a whomping willow or sorting hat type thing, yeah, yeah. but the significance of the fact of how sorrowful um that Gimli is when his, because like dwarves are kind of fading a little yeah, bit yeah. because of their own selfishness and ignorance. And so, um, yeah, they, they kind of just dumped on all of well, that. But, but here's the thing with this mountaintop battle, here's the only way I can think to say it. And it's because I'm hungry <laughs> on the top of this mountaintop. You have, you got four or five eggs, mm-hmm. you got some bell peppers, you got yeah. some sausage, you got some cheese, salt, pepper, some onions, you got a little jalapeno in there. Maybe see yeah, what happens. Okay. All right. I'm there. A little bit of bacon. Crisp okay. it up, toss it in. You've got all the ingredients for a killer breakfast omelet. But you've, then got you just, your, you've got your Cholula sauce off to the side. You're ready to go. <laughs> but it's like they took all that stuff and they're like, yeah, let's make this omelet. And then they just like, we're like, do you throw it out a window to make an omelet? Like, how do you make the omelet though? Yeah. All the ingredients are there at the top of this mountain right. to make this wonderful omelet. And then they're just like, mm, what if we did a couple of fart jokes instead? This also brings me to, we'll come back to the mountain, but like where I started, I call them, get ready. I think you might know what to talk about, but there's these creatures that kind of show up. That we oh only, we only see a couple of them in the fight at Lake Town. I call them dumb diesels. They look like a Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> got dropped into a vat of some kind of <laughs> some kind of chemical and they're like oh, I'm gonna get you but my left arm is way too short <laughs> and it's like what did these dumb diesels come from are you are you a troll no because you've shown me trolls are you a goblin no because you don't even look like the goblin my king. theory is that they're ogres Somewhere in between a troll and a goblin. Here's the but thing, we saw, though. No, you're right. We've seen <laughs> ogres. Like we know what all these things look like. That's the thing with the Hobbit is that we don't we don't care about the rules that we established <laughs> in the original trilogy. We just make CGI monsters, and it's I, like you get to fight monsters. I now. just want to say 
I have never seen Callie laugh as hard at a non-funny movie as when the troll wearing a house for a hat head-butted the wall <laughs> yeah. into Lake Town. And it died. Hit, and she lost her mind. And I was just like, what is so funny? And she was like, he had a house on his head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so dumb. And then even, yeah, I mean, we can just get, we can go off on this rabbit trail of how stupid oh, things so are. Many. The guy with can, like maces for feet. And we can, uh, it's like, it's oh hard for God. when you say, Okay, yeah, Bard can be your super pump, but he rode a cart down I to know. save that his kids. Almost canceled it out. Hey, for me. question for you guys: Do, Does Azog is he like Inspector Gadget? Does he just like switch out like, his arm? Switch out his like Go Go Gadget arm. blade arm. He go Go Gadget arm. pitchfork. Yes, he got a new arm, which makes me wonder: like they had to like. Rip the pitchfork out and smash this. I think he's boy got a little screw, a screwy thing. Like that's a, what I was like, gonna ask. Is it like, is it an adapter? Like Mr. Claw, <laughs> you can just screw anything. No, in. He's the, Mr. Potato Head. Here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> can we talk about how much of a travesty it is that Thorin did not cut off his arm? Absolutely, yeah, big, big old miss. He should have cut off the other arm before the death scene. Yeah, like yep, that would have closed out this like Thorin. I don't know the. The under the ice thing was actually unique and something that I've never seen before. That he couldn't see him anymore because the ice got cloudy. He's like, oh crap, he's alive and he's just floating underneath. But the scary thing happened when it got clear again. Yeah, the omelet, yep. the omelet thing, that's a really good analogy because it happened all throughout that whole section. Yeah. I remember this was so dumb and I had already forgotten it. I, I, I'm telling you, I think the only other time I watched it is when you and I watched it together in 2014. Right. Yeah. And when they start saying, well, let's go to the mountain and we see these CGI bouncy rams Ugh. that they're, they're riding up to the top. I went audibly was just like, Oh no. Cause I remembered like, Oh, I think this is what I hated the most. And we're not even there yet. Imagine, yeah. imagine a world where Thorne's like, I've got to go up to the mountain and then calls his ram. And the ram's just like, <laughs> and then they just, Okay, here we go. And then the whole way there's it's the You mean you mean if, if the Rams were as much ex machina as the Eagles ex machina? Oh my, yeah, where did the, the Eagles Rams? again drove me nuts? Eagles again and, sucks. And actually, Eagles is in the Hobbit. Now that we're trying to close No, 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 no. I'm with you on that. But the fact that they used it twice. The way that we the way that we continually use the Eagles to bail us out, and they're different than the Eagles in the Hobbit. Right. Because yeah. in the books, the Eagles are like thinking, reasoning, speaking yeah. creatures, and like it's a big deal. Here they're just carpet bombers. to get helped by an eagle, and now eagles are airplanes. But I, right. I want to say we've we've kind of arrived, and I know we're trying to wrap this up here pretty soon. We've kind of arrived at a portion of my super dump, and I want to talk about it, and I want to actually save some time to talk about it because okay. I, again, I think it's a conversation piece. My super dump for this movie is how it just insists that it is important. Yeah. This movie spends two and a half hours going, I matter, I matter, I matter. Look at this important thing. Look at this important thing. But it, it is – none of the importance actually holds up and it is all shrouded in this sort of cloud of mundane activity that yeah. means nothing. Yep. And Especially so when we know clear. the context yes. of the movies coming after this. Yeah. But it is so oh, clear that I, this movie knows what it could have been. And I think that's what's frustrating to me is because this movie is going, no, 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 no. This is big. And it's like, you don't have to tell me that. Just show me how big it is. That's the, I can, yeah. Gosh, that's the problem with prequels. That's why prequels are so hard is because to a certain extent, prequels have to justify their own existence. Yeah. I can tell you, I, and I'm being 100% honest, the first two minutes of Fellowship of the Ring when it's Kate Blanchett explaining 
the ring and its creation, who it was given to. She's basically reading verbatim the beginning of Lord of the Rings is more thoughtful and put together than this entire that's series. And that's all we need. That is absolutely all we need. Yeah. But but here's what drives me nuts. The Hobbit, the book, isn't this. No, no. not even this. The story that the Hobbit book presents to us would have been wonderful. That's the overarching super dump for me for the whole series. Yeah. And I, I keep saying it again, but it's offensive. It's yeah. I, I would have so killed to see The Hobbit translated to screen the way that it was written. Yep. But the fact that this movie clearly felt embarrassed to exist and had to justify its own existence by going, look at all the cool stuff we yeah. added, shows that the creators – and I'm not – and maybe this isn't fair, but I'm sticking with it. I don't blame Peter Jackson for this. No, I don't either. I Peter Jackson's like a, a hero yeah. for yeah. me. And, and I, I have too much faith in him to assume that he is what was wrong with this. Mm-hmm. I think that he was handed a bum deal. Yeah. I think he bears a small amount of blame. Certainly. Just for the – you can see his his direction starting to show in Return of the King. Return of the King is the most Hobbit-like of the original trilogy. I, I still love this movie, but there are certain moments that tend toward excess rather than finesse sure. in that movie. I can see it. And I think this whole trilogy is characterized by excess over finesse. And so I think he he's probably slightly culpable, but I, yeah. I, I do yeah. agree that it's it's primarily Warner Brothers. All yeah, yeah. Responsibility off of him. That's yeah, not yeah. fair. That's not fair to everybody else who's ever directed something. Yeah. But at the same time. I have more faith in him than this. Yeah. And, and I absolutely. believe that he was capable of more than this. Yeah. And so my only question, and it's kind of open-ended, and it really is just a cry of frustration here at the end of our <laughs> Hobbits, our time with the Hobbit. Who did this? Yeah. Who ruined what was an easy slam dunk? Here is, and, and here's my... Thought is that it's probably Warner Brothers. You know what I mean? Because I was going to, yeah, I, I was going to say it. whoever offended Del Toro yeah. from doing yes. something that I think we would have really I liked. I think it's WB because they I did, think we would have really liked they, it. Like, so let's think of another franchise that has phenomenal source material, horrible execution, DC Comics. Yeah. 100%. What's the common denominator? Warner WB. Brothers. Yeah. What is happening? So we don't I think th- DC has better source material than Marvel. Yeah. I agree, I agree. with you. Yeah. Because these are these are there's so many layers to every DC, villain and DC hero. is so much more mythic in structure, yeah. but we we can't get any movie that makes sense because it's studio interference the whole way. Yep. The same thing is happening, and we haven't talked a lot about Fantastic Beasts, but the latest Fantastic Beasts two trailer seems to really reveal what these movies are actually about. It's it's they're greenlit for five Fantastic Beasts movies, which five first of, of all is absurd, but the movies are not about Newt Scamander. Like it's building up to a duel between Dumbledore and Grindelwald. That's annoying. And which you is, know what I was going to say to Jordan when you said like I would have killed to just have the book yeah. be moved to screen. You know why that is? Because the book's about the Hobbit. Right. Yeah. The book yes. is about Bilbo Baggins. Thank you. Yep, and I think the that's Hobbit. that's the problem. Whenever we whenever we go back and make trilogies that aren't well thought out, like this uh, this prequel to Harry Potter, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, it's not thought out. It's not about our protagonist. Right. It's about somebody else that happens. Yeah. The Star Wars prequels fall apart because we don't have a clear protagonist. Yeah. Is this Anakin's story? Is this Obi Wan's story? Is this Padme's story? We don't know. The Hobbit falls apart because we don't have a clear protagonist. Because prequels. They are more focused when they're stretched out like this, more focused on world building than telling a coherent narrative. Yes. The consumer to the consumer movies inevitably will always be about the story. Yes. And that is so unique to movies. And that what's, that's what makes movies incredible. That's yes. why when you walk in, it's nothing you've never like something you've never heard of before. And it's completely original. You say, Oh my God, you told something completely original. It's opened my mind. Yes. And, yep. But then, but then, but then 
it's like, okay, so a movie can also be an adaptation of a, of a literal story. Good luck. I hope you do this well. Interpret it how you will. It's an artistic medium. And that's why we get offended because it's like you've, and that's why thankfully too, I'm so glad that the four of us in here are not alone. Like the the three of us are not alone. Like we are not the only ones. We're not trying to broadcast this to change people's minds. No, people felt this way. And, and, and I think it's because, and, and I don't want to spend a whole lot of our time at the very, very end of the Hobbit trilogy talking about the original Lord of the Rings trilogy, but what else is there to talk yeah, about at real. this point? I think that's why I'm so excited for the Lord of the Rings trilogy, because the Lord of the Rings trilogy is a series of movies that have affected me deeply from a very young age. Mm-hmm. And the Hobbit is like a shadow of the former. Yeah. And I, and I think that the, the that's movies. why, yes. Yeah. And I think that that's why it is so sad to me to watch these and also why I am like chomping at the bit yeah, to I'm jump so excited into for fellowship. Can't wait. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's rate this movie and be done yeah, talking about time. it. It's a bad time. Well, uh, the three of us here at Two Chunks and a Hunk have perfected the art of movie rating. Uh, we use a rating system that we have dubbed the Scientific Cinema Scale because it's a scale about cinema that science has done. And it is as follows. The best thing we can ever say about a movie is own it, don't lend it, buy Buy that poster. poster. After that, the next best thing is going to be just buy it. That's going to be followed by rent it. After that, stream it. The next best and second worst thing we could ever say is forget it. And last but certainly least, the worst thing we could ever say about a movie. God hath forsaken us. I need a super pump. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, I haven't super pumped yet. Um, and and what brought me back to it is talking about how much, um, like there's a fence when the story veers off from something that we know. My super pump is the scene that maybe lasted 90 seconds to where everything is done and we have our two favorite things sitting by each other. Mm-hmm. We have Gandalf mm-hmm. and Bilbo and that interaction of Gandalf spending wonderful. time cleaning out his pipe and everything to just kind of be like, well, that's it. You know, like what, what is that unique moment at the end of accomplishing something huge? Yeah. And the way that they just kind of did that with hard. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust. So I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.